TFT Podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. How are you, Matt? I'm very well, Ryan. It's an excellent day today on the 14th of January. It is. Uh, and just as every day passes, every week passes, and it's uh, time for another uh, another TFT podcast. And it's our uh, third installment of uh, Total Request Taped. And uh, it's at least our final installment for uh, for this run uh, that is kind of forming our uh, our J term, our January term, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, as, as we as we tend to do, because this is a, you know, a multi multidisciplinary academic research and educational project uh we follow the academic uh calendar so here in um over the uh over the holidays and and in january we we often do something that is related to the the main curriculum but but somehow uh different so what we've been doing for the last uh three weeks is uh collecting um, the listener requests uh, from uh, the the last few months of bands or uh, artists or albums to uh, to consider and uh, have been uh, batching them into to groups um, and so this week is our last uh, is our last one um, and uh, comes to us from uh, from uh, Twitter user at dental Faust uh, who uh, who posed the question um, uh, in uh, a few weeks ago um, has TFT podcast considered an episode on pop music failures uh, with failures in quotation marks. Um, potential candidates include Lana Del Rey's Born to Die and Lady Gaga's uh, Art Pop. So we're here to, to uh, we have not considered uh, that uh, we had not to that point considered that episode. Uh, and uh, so we are here to uh, to talk about these two albums. So uh, as always uh, pause if you have not listened to Lana Del Rey's Born to Die and Lady Gaga's uh, Art Pop um, go ahead and and um and and pause them listen and uh and and come back um and 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 we're going to we're going to jump in and you know i because where else could we start you know matt this lana del rey and this lady <laughs> Are they for real? <laughs> Are these girls for real? <laughs> um yeah, uh uh in in one case yes yes by being no uh, and in the other case, no, by by being yes. Does does that make sense? In in one case, uh, yes, she is for real by by uh, exposing uh, artifice or by constructing artifice. And in the other case, no, uh, she by by attempting to be authentic, she is in fact um, not for real. But I want to. I mean, I want to actually pull back and talk and, about and this. What's interesting is because I th- and I my well, and maybe this is where you were going to pull back to is that. I think it would be really fun to do a quiz of which you are talking about uh, <laughs> right. with, with with that and and to see if, right. if most people uh, get there or whether the, the really the Ouroboros is, um, is, is, is eating itself and we, and we can't tell anymore. Um, and, and that itself though answers the question. Uh, what, another question I was going to ask is, does it make sense to, um, uh, uh, to consider these two artists and these two albums together, uh, either under the heading of failures or under some other heading. Well, that's um, a, right. I, so that's the that's the question that I that I wanted to pose. Right, like in in all the other cases, our total request tapes bands have been. Um, hey, have you guys heard of this band? Right, yeah. but no one has not heard of 
of uh, Born to Die and Art Pop. I mean, Born to Die was up on on posters all over my neighborhood, you know, on uh, construction sky- scaffolding where they where they just put up, you know, 20 posters on a uh, on a wall. And then Art Pop was Art Pop, right? on the scaffolding in front of a new fast casual restaurant. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, no, I mean, we still we still have to build a couple, you know, mixed use uh, condo retail. Uh, right. You know, sort of buildings every now and again, so that people can live somewhere and go and uh, go and patronize the the fast casual things. So these, um, it wasn't a question of like, hey, have you guys heard this record? It mm-hmm. was, it was actually a, uh, it was a suggestion of an interpretation, right? It's, hey, what do you think of this read on? On these two artists, right, um, and and also the pairing was suggested as well, right? That and you know, in some ways, the way that we dealt with the other two total requests uh, taped was, um, you know, we we batched those for two reasons. One is because some of these suggestions, especially in last week's episode, um, uh, especially uh, sixty-five days of static and protest the hero, are a bit away from the kind of um, genres and and styles that. that we um, traffic in and the kind of libraries of norms uh, in which we are conversant that actually pairing them, you know, helped us to have something to say and, and gave a, you know, by, by having three things together, you know, we create the pattern, we create the shape. Um, and this was kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, these two things um, were, were, were presented to us and then we say, hey, does this make this shape? Does this make a failure shape? <laughs> um, right. And yeah, so and that's, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Matt. sure, sure, sure. And that, that's, so that's an, that's a, a sort of, that's an interesting thing. It's not necessarily what do you guys think of this? It's do you think this about this? Right. And so I guess, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess we have to, we have to sort of figure out what we mean by failure when we talk about whether these, whether these albums are failures, right? And they're, they're failures either artistically or commercially. And even that I feel like has to be, has to be qualified, right? Like, yeah. um, as we were looking this up before the show, we discovered that Born to Die is certified platinum, uh, at some point in, uh, 2013, uh, and art pop is the one that that is considered the the uh, commercial failure, right? Right, especially because of its um, and there's a few different metrics that are are used, um, but you know one of the major um, metrics that the statistics that are cited with respect to art pop is the drop off uh, in sales between the first and second week. Yeah, um, and and. And that, and also the, um, you know, and also the difference, I think, in sales, uh, like first week sales, um, you know, between this album and Lady Gaga's, uh, previous album, uh, Born This Way, right? So there's a few different relative, um, uh, 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 metrics that are that are used um, to to qualify that, and uh, also even like relative. I think the third relative metric that is used to qualify um, our pop as a um, as a f- commercial failure, um, in quotes, is uh, is relative to uh, projections, right? It actually underperformed relative to um, to uh, projections. Um, and then I think what's interesting um, in terms of of critically um, that the 
you know, and, and I think you know, there's a question of how to synthesize um, critical reception, and I, you know, I think for this purpose, that's actually really useful to use um, Metacritic. And what's really interesting, you know, which Metacritic um, kind of assigns, you know, normalizes um, uh, numerical uh, scores and and kind of you know whether it's five stars or a ten point scales into um, a hundred point scale uh, and gives an average score over all all reviewers that review uh, an album. And they also do, you know, movies and, and video games and TV shows. Um, but both albums, both Art Pop and Born to Die, actually have an average uh, Metacritic score of of sixty one. Uh-huh. Um, and so, and and what is interesting is that in the kind of scales that that uh, that that indicates in um, you know Metacritic land. Uh, you know, generally favorable reviews, uh, but in a you know non-grade inflated, like you know, that's a D minus. <laughs> um, they are, they're both coming in with uh, you know with 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 D minuses, um, and you know, and, and, and in terms of the review uh, and uh, review insight and tastemaker of of record, um, you know, Pitchfork gave. Um, uh, born to die a 5.5 and neglected to review um, art pop. Uh, yeah, but it's they, a little bit out of their wheelhouse, right? Do the other Lady Gaga albums were they reviewed on Pitchfork? Um, th- the only one was, I believe. I believe the um, the the Fame Monster was, but I mean, it, it's hard to. I, I think that that is. It, it, I think that they very much dabble in reviewing you know they they let's put it this way um they reviewed um beyonce's beyonce uh and actually still reviewed it you know even like the beyonce's beyonce um which we discussed a few uh, episodes ago you know came out after um you know, uh, Pitchfork had shifted into year in review mode, uh, year in review cruise control. Yeah, for yeah, the and rest they, of so they, they hit the brakes. They like slammed on the brakes and and were like, "Let's talk about Beyonce." No, actually, that's not the case. Oh, so no? they th- they actually did not talk about it at all in any of their year of year in review coverage. Um, and uh, and then just uh, um, just last week uh, uh, on uh, on on the the sixth of, uh, of of January uh, on their their first day back from um, from holiday break reviewed um, Beyonce's Beyonce huh. and gave it um, you know a some, a score of something like eight point five and and the best new music designation uh-huh. um, and at that point it's, it's very you know so the, and you know if Lady Gaga is outside of there you know so that. It's not just the commercial size or scope or poppiness that is puts it outside, right? That I mean, that decision that it is outside of their purview itself is the review, right? Um, and and that itself has to do with you know a, an assessment of of the discourse around um, you know the the artist and and you know that one of the tools that they can use discursively is the number, um, and another is just the amount of attention right and uh and 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 i and i think that in that way they're both kind of 
if these albums are failures, they are discursive failures. They're failures because people say they're failures. Right, right. Um, and 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 the the discourse, you know, uh, is is uh, is is connected to the um, the critical reception and, uh, and to, you know to the Metacritic is connected to the is to to commercial performance and you don't know where it begins and ends, right? Yeah. Um, Speaking so, of the Ouroboros. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but sorry, I think you were going to say something before I. We, oh, I guess we were. So, so those are a few of the metrics, right? So we were kind of talking about sketching out what that what that means. I mean, do, does do these figures help to pin this down as as failures, or is it, you know where where does that um, you know I guess where do these various measures of failureness um, uh, sit with you uh, after having spent some time listening to both of these albums? Well, I. You know, I don't know that the I'm I'm loath to call moving a quarter million units in a week a failure, right? Like uh, I would love to sell a quarter million of anything that I'm selling, um, and and I suppose that that if you're Lady Gaga, you are on a different uh, you're on a different plane in terms of commercial expectations, and I suppose like not uh, not meeting expectations. Uh, is a, a problem commercially, but uh, did you ever bring home an A minus and get a get a? I, I once brought home an A minus and got a talking to from my mother because her her projected grade for me was higher, <laughs> right? Like analyst analyst projections uh, had been higher for my uh, for my report card, and so I think that this is like exceptionally bullshit, right? Like the the uh, the missing analyst missing analyst projections as a as a sort of failure of the artist i think it probably i think the steep drop off in week two probably says more what it says is that the word of mouth wasn't good right because you're the the diehards and there are a lot of diehards if you're lady gaga are gonna buy the album you know the instant it comes out and then if they make enough noise the sort of the second wave of not quite so early adopters will you know will pick it up um so yeah, so people didn't get I mean, so what what happened what happened is that people didn't get excited about it, right? And 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 in that in that case I su- I suppose it is it is a failure, uh especially since a lot of it seems calculated to to make you excited, to be sort of titillating or to be provocative. Um you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of sex stuff, and and honestly, beyond the singles, um, I don't know a ton of the like the album, the deep album cuts of Lady Gaga, though I've seen, you know, a lot of the TV performances and a lot of the high profile uh, appearances she's made, and has sort of have, have sort of admired her and admired her taking control of her image and and of of representation and the the you know the sort of message which is that like uh uh difference of various kinds should be accepted and celebrated in society i i thought was unobjectionable if a little you know i don't know if a little bland i mean if a little pat um but now you know but now it's uh you know uh now apparently i was in her sex stream last night <laughs> you, know? you too. So yeah. was I. <laughs> and and despite right, despite everyone, literally well, everyone. I was, actually, ha- I was actually in the sex dream inside her sex dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we have to go deeper inside Lady Gaga's sex dreams. It's all it, the, the the deepest level is all ski slopes and gun gunfights. <laughs> and we just ride the kicks. We you know we ride the kick drums all the way up. Back yeah, up exactly, the- exactly. It, it just feels like earthquakes. You know the the shuddering synth line is just like the world ripping apart. Um, and uh, yeah, but I mean, I think that. Well, I mean, you know, I have listened to because I'm I am largely. I mean, b- b- given the ways that I, I listen to music, especially now um, in the last few years that I've um, you know s- uh, streamed uh, everything uh, on Spotify, um, you know, it's very for me the barriers to entry to listening to a whole album. Um, are very low, and I I like you know albums are how I engage with 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 music, and I occasionally will listen to there there may be a song that gets stuck in my head and I want to listen to over and over again, but generally when I'm approaching something a new unit the 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 kind of album a collection of songs that are released together is what I engage with, and so I've listened to um some of the previous Lady Gaga albums, and you know generally listened through through them once or you know really felt that. In those cases, there were the singles and not a lot else uh, in in between. Um, and you know, and 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 I, I definitely tried and wanted to because I I really liked the singles. And there was definitely a moment, you know, a, a, a few moments in you know maybe it was two thousand nine, two thousand ten, where Lady Gaga had really captured the zeitgeist. So I you know I really gave a um, effort because like you, I kind of appreciated some of the performance art um, aspects uh, uh, of it. And I actually found, I mean, even this the the singles. I found, um, especially even some of the earliest singles like uh, "Just Dance" or um, or, or or "Poker Face," um, you know that while there were interesting kind of melodic or lyrical uh, choices, I, I never like the instrumentation never grabbed me. It felt just kind of it felt like disco in the disparaging use of the term um and it, it felt um it, th- th- see uh, that felt more dated to me and um and you know some uh discourse on art pop has said that the sound is uh is is dated but i guess the part for me that like what um art pop sounds like to me is about 2007 2008 in electronic dance music um and in particularly sounds has a lot of the synth sounds uh and textures that i associate with um with uh the the first album of the um uh the french electronic duo justice right and uh and this is the the album is is called cross uh and it's just the cross insignia um and if you go back and listen to justice's uh cross um and songs like uh uh, DVNO uh, or stress, um, I, uh, you can really hear the uh, the influence. And that's an album that I you know liked a lot at the time and still uh, return to occasionally. Um, and was you know um, an album that was you know I think really important to the shape of the kind of indie mainstream uh, dance music. And so I actually really like, and that sound is pretty consistent, uh, consistently present. Um, throughout uh throughout art pop uh and you know paired with some interesting uh lyrical ideas about um about you know gender humanity uh blood sugar uh, blood self. sugar sex art pop 
Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I mean, I enjoy it. You know, I, you know, and I actually enjoy it as an album, a kind of start to finish uh, listening experience, more than any other. Um, you know, more than any other uh, Lady Gaga album. In part, you know, if, if it's dated, it's dated to the time that I want to be revisiting. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, I, I don't know, those early... Yeah, I, de- I definitely had a uh, a whole album experience with Art Pop also. And though I haven't listened to the earlier albums, I have, for example, listened to through to some of Madonna's albums, right? And they're not all gems, you know? Right. They're like outside the tracks that made the Immaculate... Con- collection like who has listened through to all of i don't know erotica or something like that right it's not uh not necessarily worth your time to do it whereas i think it is worth your time to listen to all of um uh all of art pop um let's i mean let can we talk about the can we talk about the title a little bit because like art pop is a specific kind of claim, right? Like it makes a, uh, it makes a specific kind of claim about, um, about what the music is and, and sort of what it's, what it's for. Sure. Uh, um, yeah, go, go for it. Well, I don't know. It art pop. I mean, it, it str- strikes me that we were sort of saying that, that Lady Gaga was art pop, you know, bef- before Lady Gaga was saying that Lady Gaga was, uh, was art pop right and it i think it changes it to say that she, she when when she makes the claim right it's one it's uh you know i don't know like uh it's one thing for lady gaga to sort of claim to like get to sort of perform this enactment of like oh i'm the mother of all my little monsters and like go you know that's that i i am comfortable calling a, a calling performance art or calling the music sort of art pop in uh in um in reference to that, but when when the uh, when when uh, the claim is made about uh, by the artist herself, right? I I'm uh, I'm inclined to look askance at it, right? Like, oh yeah, you you know that's also. Did you hear about this John Lennon guy claiming that the Beatles are bigger than Jesus? Uh, the nerve of some people! Uh, I'm going to just get rid of those Beatles records because who has that kind of a hubris to think that they're bigger than Jesus? <laughs> Um, wait, I guess wait, wait, there wasn't an album called "Bigger Than Jesus," though. You know, uh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's called the White Album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, if you see, if you listen to it in reverse, it says this album is actually called "Bigger Than Jesus." Oh, I see. Um, yeah, no, uh, but I think that I mean I think that's an interesting thing, um, and you know, on and and you have several. Um, claims uh, uh, throughout this album about, you know, um, Gaga uh, asserting what she is or um, what the album is. Um, and whether that's saying that this is art pop uh, and, and equating it with art or, um, you know, on the, I think, uh, on the song uh, Donatella, uh, you know, talking and, and on the, you know, the back-to-back songs Donatella and fashion kind of talking about, you know, both being a fashion icon and also about kind of being a, I believe she's, you know, talks about being a rich bitch and about having money and having influence. Um, and, you know, talks about being, um, being sexy and being otherworldly, you know, uh, and, you know, and, and, and talking about in the list of God slash planets, uh, you know, um, having the gall, did, did 
you know the Gaga on Venus claims that her ass is famous and you know rhymes that with Uranus? Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Um, and uh, and and I think so. I think what's interesting here is, I mean, so I guess the question is, you know, it, there there's a little bit of, I mean, I guess how I understand like art pop is. Uh, so it, it, it's a little bit of a, um, you know, the, a few weeks ago we spoke about the uh, Arctic Monkeys, and their first album uh, was titled something to the effect of "Whatever you say, I am. That's what I am not." Um, and uh, and and I think art pop is a little different from that, right? In that. You know, this is what everyone has been saying um, Lady Gaga is. And so she um, – and, and so there is actually something interesting in – in and, and there is this unwritten rule that – I mean part of why I was giving you – you know, it was, was kind of, you know, teasing this the, – the, the outrage um, about kind of – you know, or the you know the, the there is I think um, in the discourse around the album, um, a lot of you know critics are saying, "How dare she call this art pop?" Um, and you know, in some ways, one inter you know one interpretation is that you know she's off her rocker, she's too self important, um, and this is this is ridiculous. But in some ways, there, another um, you know another interpretation is that um, you know she is actually you know precisely pressing the button right and that you know and i think that part of why i mentioned the other songs where she puts on these other personas that are also kind of off-putting and self-important uh is that you know there that that these that, that um i think that there's you know one way to read this is you know i am going to play these characters in part to put you off that like in fact i know that i'm not supposed to um you know to to engage uh you know in this way uh and and i'm you know so there, there's a there's a bit of a a an, an irony that's being um played with of um you know that in fact people do view her in all of these ways but she's not allowed to talk about that um and and there's and there's a cycle of of um of 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 just hitting it on the nose again and again that's making people very unhappy and so one you know and again and i think uh we've talked about this uh, a few different times you know one interpretation it's it's kind of like the protest the hero um scary demon voice right that uh from from last week's episode uh is this um you know is the art pop and the artiness of the art pop um how much of that is gaga doing what is expected of gaga and how much is is it um you know a a bit of a um you know you know playfully pushing that and actually making you know making pe- everyone you know eat their own poop like you're going to keep you're going to keep art pooping on me then you have to eat eat the art poop <laughs> um, does that make any sense like uh, of of the, there's there's actually an intentionality around like um like that that for the person who has has provoked in all of these outlandish ways you know that 
that that that that draw on and are called and and evoke performance art, then the only other way to provoke is to just make that claim that everyone else makes, right? right. And, and 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 so it's it, when everything else is said, what she can say is say that thing. You know, it, 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 she's charging into these into the spaces, right? Um, Right and into, into kind of the, the the discursive spaces. So yeah, uh, in other in other words, whatever everybody says I am, that is the thing that I actually am. Yeah. So exactly. th- so there. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And now you can't say anything anymore. <laughs> well, uh, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is I I think you're I think you're right, and I was strawmanning a little a little bit to to sort of. Uh, I was strawmanning a little bit here to get us here. My other thought that I had about about art pop was that um, it yokes into one word two things that are that are um, uh, not associated with one another. Right? Art art being opposed to popular, and and it it's a sort of de- deconstruction of the the uh, opposition between those things between you know critical and commercial success or. Be- between commercial success and high artistic artistic purpose, but like in uh, in uh, aura right that was originally titled Burka, when I heard the the um, sort of a little bridge thing where uh, she the lyrics are dance sex art pop you know and it it repeats a couple times it doesn 't sound like one word right it sounds like she when she delivers it it sounds like it sounds like two words and i thought i mean that was my 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 joke dance sex art pop right like and blood sugar sex art pop um you know that was the source of my my joke there right like what is it is it is it two words is it two words or is it one word is it art slash pop is it art equals pop? like like nelly's sw- sweat slash suit <laughs> right exactly or roland bart's seminal post-structuralist <laughs> classic s slash z right right <laughs> So, uh, you know, uh, is it art slash pop or art dash pop? If it's dash pop, is it art minus pop or really art plus pop or art equals pop some somehow, you know, uh, are, are art, are art and pop sort of on, on opposite ends of, of a popsicle stick on, of scales that, you know, or yeah, is it, a, is it just an art pop that is a, a, a popsicle that is, is like, has like, you know, uh, that has, has the kiss on it. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or anything. Yeah. has like water lilies on it or yeah, something. Yeah. And um, uh, and they're they're someone's licking it now. This um, this uh, record is. I mean, is it me? Tell me if it's if it's all over the the album work. But like this this a lot of the sexual stuff on this is on this record is sort of beyond where where. Um, uh, beyond where she went in the in the like empowerment anthems and the like the dance empowerment anthems of like born this way or uh you know so, some of her some of her other work what do you think of this um what do you think of uh uh you know i don't know this this as a subject matter like turning from the political to the personal and, and to a certain extent i mean i don't know it's i, I for me i see them as being kind of 
connected, right? Actually, I think the blood sugar sex art pop is actually um, is 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 relevant, right? And in terms of thinking of how they connect, right? That there are these, you know, the way I understand it is, you know, that the you know that there are several different lines that you know if there's a a kind of a sex line, a gender line, a um, fashion line, a, um, a dr- and a drugs line. Um, these are kind of you know form this um, you know almost whether it's a a plaid or a you know that these intersect in various ways, right? So art pop is the um, is is at the intersection of these. So I, I mean I see the you know the 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 sex and the sexuality on this album and maybe in in all the uh, in in the others and kind of the sweep of the career but certainly you know that there's a you know it, even if uh, you know um Gaga has been doing art pop for a while that you know that it seems to me that the each specific use is deliberate in terms of where it comes on the album um, and how it intersects with uh, with these other elements, with um, with drugs uh, or um, you know with you know the with 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 gender identity on as on guy or or uh, uh, manicure um, and 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 I think again something that I think is really interesting and, and instructive is are the uh, songs that you know the book end this that are that are about. You know that are you know aura formerly Burka, which you know has a lot to do with you know with with hiding and 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 kind of um, you know piercing veils of various kinds or of or of or of curtains and and applause, which is kind of about the kind of the the reverberation of you know the of of kind of approval discussion um, and and uh, and 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 uh, you know reaction right and so I I mean I see that. You know, I, I I see. Let's put it this way: I, I see that the the sexuality and kind of the sex and sexiness um, is there as part of this, uh, as as part of a whole, and as a kind of irreplaceable part of what art pop is um, for Gaga. And again, you know, I think it's important that you know, I guess the way in which it's important is in the album cover, right? If you look at the uh, the the album cover, um, that is. You know this this juxtaposition of um, of of uh, of what uh, Botticelli's Birth of uh, Venus with this um, this this Jeff Koons work right that is a statue of Gaga naked Gaga with the uh, the orb right with the with the magical art pop crotch orb um, <laughs> and 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 that that is that is art pop art pop is the is the orb that lives in your crotch. <laughs> uh, right. I think that, that that sense of juxtaposition is is important. I mean, I think that like focusing on aura is probably a good a, a good idea because it it opens the record and it sort of uh, sets the cognitive agenda um, and it it sort of it establishes a, a dichotomy just as I've been suggesting. Right, like art slash pop. Uh, you know, it it establishes the opposition of like outside inside or of seeming versus being or of sort of show versus substance that seems to govern, um, that seems to govern a lot of, uh, a lot of this, like in uh, a lot of the, the material in the record, right? Like it, it, it seems that like, 
that on this record, sex is is both a performance and a kind of a, a kind of way of intimately uh, knowing, right? Of of sort of becoming intimate, but also uh, you know also sort of of acting out acting out roles and like uh, uh, GUI is in that and like intrinsic intrinsic to in the line like do what you want with my body, right? Is the is the uh, is the idea that there's uh, implicit in rather uh, is the idea that there's something to me other than my body right there's another yeah. there's another part of me and by the way you shouldn't do what you want to do with that or you, you that. Yeah, yeah you don't have the you don't have the uh you don't have the power to do what you want to do with that well, even though and, and that's actually interesting because that's actually possibly also a message to the critics like do what you want to my body of work uh, <laughs> and 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 that's not really you can't touch the rest of me um you know right. but that but in fact, yeah, do what you want uh, to to uh, to to my reputation, to to my to my oeuvre, right? Um, and that that in that in that case, it's it's a pretty clever actually because the idea of nudity of sort of exposure of the body um, becomes uh, becomes actually the artifice, and that there is there's sort of something else, some kind of like Cartesian dualistic you know, mind or spirit or something that is, uh, beyond the reach of sort of, of the physical, of the physical realm. Right. Well, absolutely. And I think, again, that's why, um, and I had never, it had never totally, uh, occurred to me or I never totally understood that, um, the image on, uh, on the cover is, it was, a, you know, is a sculpture. I just, you know, thought it was a heavily, um, you know, a, a heavily, uh, photoshopped, um, you know, photograph of Lady Gaga. And so, and that's an interesting, you know, we talk a lot about simulation, um, uh-huh. you know, both on this podcast and the whole world, but it's like interesting to be like, oh, no, no, that isn't Lady Gaga. Uh, and, and what I mean to say is that that isn't a photograph, a photoshopped photograph of Lady Gaga. It is a statue of Lady Gaga. Right. Uh, and, and I think that that is, is interesting. You know, so, you know, do what you want to my statue. Um, <laughs> um, and, and yeah. And so I think that, and maybe this is a good point of, um, of transition to, uh, to, to Lana, uh, you know, to Lana Del Rey. Well, I, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I had a specific thing actually that, that I wanted to pivot on, which was that in, in, in a lot of this stuff, and and we've sort of talked about what the what the uh, the sexual material sort of means, and and what this claim is. But there is there is a claim, the manifest claim anyway. The like the at the top level is an advertisement of availability, right, to the listener or to the the sort of object of the song, right. That that uh, you know I'm available to you sexually or whatever. I'm available to you critically, right. And right. and Lana Del Rey does something similar on on. Born to die, where it seems like there is this, there is this um, kind of advertisement of of availability, and it's it's gendered feminine, by the way. Of like, I'm, you know what I mean. I'm available to you uh, as a woman, right? Or I'm mm-hmm. I'm available to you in the ways that uh, a woman is conventionally supposed to be available. Like, like right. you know, is there a place where you would like to put your male gaze? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, right? Like, and and uh, you know, I'd wait, I'd wait a million years, and I'd, I, you know, I'm I'm available. My devotion is available, and my sex. You, and my sexuality is available and my my sort of looks are available and i'm also i'm also available as a site of 
uh, as a site of meaning, right? As a site of interpretation, uh, which is, I think that's a, I, I think that's a really provocative idea that you have that, that, you know, do what you want with my body of work, right? Like I, this body is a body of, of work or is a body of, of, uh, 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 signifiers that are available to your interpretation and your like, uh, uh, narrativization. Um, and, and they, you know, it strikes me that this is a link, uh, between the two, you know, and if we, if we are mat- imagining the sort of pop culture circle jerk 69 extravaganza, um, of failure, <laughs> right right the um uh in in this thing this this seems to be one one common point uh between both between both works well so so where and what what specific pieces of lana del rey did you did you find that in you know, were, were there specific songs or, or lyrics or moments that um kind of you know captured that uh that that element for you um the uh the, oh God! Now, now you're going to make me Google the the lyrics on on the thing. Um, I I had a sense that this was not as I was listening to it that this was not Ani DeFranco songwriting. Right? This was not songwriting that insists um, that insists on its independence. Right? This is songwriting that wants to be sort of swept up and 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 taken away, where the sort of persona in the songs has that um, mm-hmm. uh, has that. Uh, wish or is at least talking is at least you know exploring or kind of working through uh that wish and i want to um let's see it was uh it was a a great bitchy line on pitchfork um oh uh yes uh uh, here's it's uh, the second to last paragraph in the pitchfork review which i'll put i'll link up in the uh in the show notes um you'd be hard-pressed to find any song in which delray reveals an interiority or figures herself as anything more complex than an ice cream cone licking object of male desire open parenthesis a line in blue jeans comma i will love you till the end of time i would wait a million years Sums up about sixty-five percent of the album's lyrical content, and when I read that, it it rung true for me. I mean, that that lined up with my experience, uh, my experience of reading the album, uh, of listening to the album, and and trying to develop my own reading of it. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that. Um, Noted. You're glad that you're in line with the hegemonic discourse, exactly. That, that noted taste. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd and... be something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, right. If you found if you, if you interpreted uh, uh, something uh, else, I mean, I think what's interesting to me, I guess I, I mean, it, it, we, we've talked a lot about how one approaches albums, and you know, I had listened. So this um, uh, Lando Ray's "Born to Die" came out. Uh, two years ago, uh, almost two years ago to to this month, um, uh, January 2012, um, and I know that, and I think there's an interesting um, arc uh, arc here where the first song that surfaced uh, was was video games, um, and it is kind of the you know it is in, in you know many ways it's Lana Del Rey's. Royals, which is that the song that feels as if it came out of nowhere, um, got lots of uh, attention, um, and then and and sparked a conversation. But I think what's what's very interesting, right? And so in terms of, I think that maybe one place for of, of purchase of of zooming in, um, 
you know, differences and similarities. Um, um, you know, so for, for me, I'm trying to think about how I approach, right? You know, that I experienced Lana Del Rey in a pre-Lord world. Um, and, um, you know, this is a world in which Gossip Girl was still on. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I don't know if I, I, I was among the earliest people hearing uh, video games, um, but, uh, you know, heard about it, said, this is pretty interesting. Um, and then what's interesting is that even before uh, Born to Die appeared on shelves, Lana Del Rey was over. Uh, and that, you know, whether it's because other songs that leaked or uh, parts of the album that leaked were not as good as that, or uh, she had a... Um, she performed on Saturday Night Live uh, before the album was out, uh, and uh, and and uh, and and that was described in the you know in uh, to use um, hipster runoffs words, uh, Lana Del Rey effing tanked on Saturday Night Live, so that the album in the kind of world of um, of 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 indie of indie cred uh was was you know dead before it was uh it, before it ever happened right and in part and i think it's really interesting because it's not in terms of the you know the ways in which it was produced or the level of indiness not that different um from from lord I think what's really interesting, and you know, this doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, you know that you know the big in terms of the, of the the release tactics of releasing pop music. You know, Beyonce's Beyonce uh, is is the thing that got all of the attention of twenty thirteen. But I actually really think that um, that pure Lord's pure heroine um, deserves a little more attention of doing a somewhat similar thing uh, in that you know the. And 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 I would love to see somehow see a, a breakdown of kind of how the Lord phenomenon happened because there was um, you know that Royals and the Love Club EP circulated and they circulated on blogs but it never reached a super high level of underground buzz or anticipation uh, but enough to kind of wet the whistle uh, and then before I knew it um, and before we knew it that Royals all of a sudden was on the radio um, and and you know I think lots of people have moments of you know people who maybe had heard Royals um, earlier in in 2013 um, had a moment readers of, of readers of BuzzFeed you mean readers of BuzzFeed or or of, of other discerning uh, sources of, of music on the internet uh, we'll remember um, where they were when they when they heard Royals elsewhere. I actually remember I was in a in a cab um, in uh, I was in a taxi cab uh, in, uh, in, in you know going from uh, in in Boston and uh, and and the the cab driver was kind of flipping through stations uh, and settled on Royals um, and 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 uh, on on the radio and I, even without knowing what station was on, I was like, well, this is interesting. And then all of a sudden, I felt like every passing car or every <laughs> kind of um, uh, you know uh, uh, you know playlist in an improv theater before a show uh, you know was playing uh, this song um, and that's, uh, yeah and that's an interesting thing how because yeah. how do you create that right like well, right you could well, and then what's 
and yeah. then what's interesting is that then when we sat down to discuss that song, because you know, when was we were like basically we were restarting this podcast and said, well, trying to decide what to talk about. You know, this was around the time when it was everywhere. By the time we, the literally the day we sat down to talk about it, um, when I went to listen to it again, I discovered there was an album there. There was just an album that just it felt like it appeared, and um, you know, maybe I was busy, maybe I was living under a rock, but there was like they. they found the right ratio of um of of kind of time in the in in the kind of on the internet time on the radio and time to album um because i think that it's it's hard to you know without framing i mean especially if you listen to the first uh track um on uh on on born to die uh born to die which is yeah the yeah the title track uh, the the some of the um the synthesized um percussion sounds um are very similar to specific kind of um uh, uh sampled sounds and drum machine sounds that are used on um on on tennis courts and, and on other songs on lord's album so like in terms of the sonic palette there are actually similar similar places um and i it's think it's a that- little more l- i mean it's a little more lush uh, on yeah. Born to Die, it's a little, it's a little busier, right? A little heavier, a little heavier on the the reverb, right? Like Lord Lord's producers or or who or her or whoever, everyone in partnership had the courage to be a little more, to be a little more spare and and focused, I think. But I definitely had that. I definitely had that thought when. Um, I definitely had that thought when I listened to Born to Die. I thought like, oh, you poor thing, Lord drank your milkshake. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know. Exactly, and, and especially time since traveling, time traveling Lord in her buzz stealing TARDIS, <laughs> like, um, you know, went back. <laughs> you know, it's like you know that someone's on the phone with with Lord. Uh, you know, is at a Lana Del Rey show in like Williamsburg, Brooklyn, in 2010, and is like, you know, this new sound you've been looking for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen to the. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I think that on the whole, the songwriting on Pure Heroin is is better, right? There there were a couple of there were a couple of ones that I could take or leave on on Born to Die, but pretty much everything on Pure Heroin, I really like that record as a record. The more I listen to it, the more I'm sort of into it and want to put it on, right? Yeah, um, um, but I think what's interesting, and maybe this is this is also where we came. I mean, I think in listening to it, so I guess this is what what I was getting around to in this kind of discussion is that you know I that. Born to Die was kind of an album that um, was in many ways uh, stillborn uh, for a lot of people in that, well, um, Lana Del Rey effing tanked. This is a failure. And you listen to it once and be like, well, this is boring and dumb. Uh, and 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 you turn it off um, either after the first listen um, and f- throw it in the virtual pile uh, <laughs> to never search for again in uh, you know in Spotify or whatever, however you listen, uh, or you even don't even get the the whole way through. Um, and then uh, you know to you know today uh, and this week is. I've been, um, you know, preparing for this podcast. I mean, there's definitely are moments where I, I, it definitely somewhere around track eight, 
eight, nine, or ten, it, it kind of it definitely runs out of steam, right? It's someone who's you know it's like running a long distance track race and just on like you know it's, it's running the mile and on the uh, the the third lap around the the track kind of um, you know just flags a little bit. Um, but I I feel like you know there are. I think that as a sonic environment uh, and, and a sonic environment that evokes kind of um, you know certain moods, it, it succeeds more than I definitely wanted to believe that it succeeded at that time. And again, you know, it sold a million copies in the United States, and Lana Del Rey is very much around, um, and and uh, and is unclear to me, you know, and. You know, again, in re- doing some secondary source research, you know, I, I found even today that, um, like, literally, uh, uh, or, uh, or by today, I mean one week ago, um, uh, 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 that Lana Del Rey um, was on a. Let's see if I can find it. Um, is on a just a recently released uh, hip hop song. Um, with and I need to I can't quite find uh, who it is with, um, but I believe it's like with um, like Snoop Dogg and French Montana, I believe, um, and uh, and so that like Lana Del Rey is doing just fine and has like a new album coming out, um, released a uh, a short film uh, earlier in the year, and so is definitely you know has a niche that I don't actually don't understand exactly. Um, who it is and it's definitely not you know necessarily the i i think that it's not the um the the audience that was thought i think that you know that yes lana del rey didn't become you know uh uh the the lord she was supposed to be um which i think was the case right that that the idea would be to try to engineer some kind of indie mainstream um uh crossover that kind of united many of the kind of fields of what was going on in underground music pop music and and you know hip-hop um and and that and and by that respect you know born to die it was um a failure but that you know, in terms of a longer uh, stretch, I, that you know, she is still a kind of a musician who is working, right? And and uh, and you know, I think there will be. Um, you know, there's still more there, and so, and I think that's the case with both art pop um, and 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 Born to Die. That um, these things, as time goes on, and as as each artist kind of continues to. Um, produce more music or do do other things will be again reinterpreted um and and so i think there are you know in some ways this discursive failure that we talked about at the at the top um is is important uh because it's a failure relative to certain expectations and those might be commercial but they're about you know around kind of you know that that they're a failure not only relative to expectations, but because there was decided that it was a failure, so it is a failure. Sure. Um, but they they succeed at being failures, <laughs> uh, oddly, and then and then all of a sudden, before you know it, the goalposts have moved, um, and and what it is, you know, it changes, and so that there that that in some ways both of these kind of position, you know. Um, uh, uh, you know, 
Lana Del Rey and uh, and Lady Gaga as these kind of emergent emergent phenomena, right? And uh, and and I think that I mean all kind of you know arts artists are in a way, but there's a, a, a tendency to want to only look at an artist at one point in time and say, well, this is you know a successful artist. But even artists who have who are prolific, who have um, you know sustained periods of, of of creativity, you know, like a a Kanye West, you know that even then there are attempts to kind of create um, uh, 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 you know uh, failures. And so and 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 I think that understanding you know the um, actual works themselves uh, in the context of the discourse, kind of um, yeah, I think that having this moment of each of these. Uh, you know, I, I think I, I definitely thank uh, Dental Faust for setting this cognitive agenda because, it, you know, looking at these things that were labeled either at the time, at, especially at the time or close to release failures, um, makes it makes it possible to kind of understand you know, approach them in a particular way. And especially now, there's actually some time uh, and distance removed from um, from from the release of each. Uh, already, some of that. You know that glacier has has moved a little bit, um, and it will keep moving. So right, so you know, uh, uh, so sound off in the comments um, of uh, of where you are with respect to um, Born to Die uh, and with uh, with Art Pop uh, and and you know other things, other albums for you that either were failures in one way or another, uh, or things that were deemed um, in the in the discourse or or the marketplace to be failures that are successes for you. Because I think we found moments or or um, or elements of success um, in each of these. Um, so uh, th- well, thanks to all of you f- who have uh, who have written in and. Uh, um, voiced some of our uh, requests. Uh, vo- voiced your requests. Uh, this has been great. Say, you know what? Can you say what you said to me after we after we stopped recording the last episode about? Uh, because I thought I thought it was good, and I think people will appreciate hearing. You know uh, what you think about doing these bands that we don't necessarily pick. Um. Well, I think that I think what it does is um, and, and what all of all these last three episodes have done is um, ha- have really uh, challenged us in interesting ways. Uh, and even though on the last three episodes, you know, longtime listeners of the show will recognize some of the you know dead horses, dead hobby horses that we have dragged out to beat uh, uh, repeatedly. But I think that engaging with um, artists that you know that that are at the margins of or in some cases outside of our kind of um our libraries of 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 norms um you know allows us to make some some discoveries and kind of get to places where we wouldn't have um uh usually and i think that that's really rewarding and and it is what part you know is part of what makes this um you know, a, a really uh, rewarding project. So, you know, keep sending these suggestions um, to at TFT Podcast or on the show notes. That's where most of them came in. Um, you know, keep building the the uh, the the community. If there's some, if you have a friend who likes one of the artists that we've, you know, that, that you re- requested, or any of the other artists that we've um, that we've covered, um, you know, send them the link, uh, get them involved, and uh, you know, get on get on iTunes and, and rate the rate 
rate the podcast uh, and write up a even if you uh, you know update a review. I don't can you update reviews um, because this <laughs> no podcast, leave a new one leave a new one leave a new one no because this is I mean right this is a a new chapter in the world of, of TFT both in terms of the regularity of recording and and what we're doing and so there's you know um, just as you might have said TFT was a uh, was a failure some time ago uh, now we too have moved uh, onward and uh, and and. And, uh, and 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 forge success and forge new meaning uh, from those past things. So you know, do what you like with our body of podcasts. Uh, <laughs> but we'll we'll be right here, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>